Hello, and welcome back to Zoom with Zarni. I'm Dustin Zarni, Democratic Elections Commissioner for Onondaga County, uh, and welcome to my weekly interview show. This week, I have my guest, Ryan Susser, who is running for Onondaga Town Board. Uh, this year, it's a two-fill vacancy election, much like when I interviewed Alyssa Italiano for Manlius a few uh, uh, weeks back. Um, and uh, he's a, a dynamic candidate, of course, out in Onondaga, young attorney uh, who is uh, trying to get on the town board and give a little uh, ideological and age diversity on the Onondaga town board. So please stay tuned for that interview. Uh, this week was a full week. Um, today, uh, I'll be presenting at the Ways and Means Committee uh, for Onondaga County Legislature for the budget for uh, Onondaga County Board of Elections. Uh, we the county executive is also announcing his budget today at 11 a.m. We're going a little early because my counterpart is out of the country next week. So they're allowing us to go early. The budget uh, uh, hearings are next week, but I'm also uh, going before them next week because we're also going for a big capital budget. Our hope is that the Onondaga County Legislature uh, and executive will have as part of their capital plan uh, us to replace all of our uh, Dominion uh, uh, machines that we have. Uh, we may go with Dominion too, but uh, we're going to go to the next generation of voting machines that are at our individual uh, polling places in Onondaga County. Uh, the, these precinct level scanners are 15 years old and reaching the end. It's actually well past the end of their useful life. And we want to update that and uh, and, and have those in place for next year's election. So we have to get that capital project. It's a $3 million project here. We're also asking for more employees. The county executive did not give us more employees in next year's budget, but we're hopeful that uh, we'll be able to uh, get uh, more employees uh, through the legislature. That's what happened last year. We asked for more employees. Uh, we're one of the least staffed boards of elections per voter in New York state. The numbers are what the numbers are. And um, last year, the uh, the legislature or the executive gave us no extra employees, but the legislature gave us two, and we're hoping to get four more employees to bring us. So we're not the worst in the in in the state. We'll still be the third worst in the state uh, if we get those employees. But there's a lot of new things coming next year: online voter registration, automatic voter registration, and moving the deadline down to ten days for registering to vote. This is going to be a huge burden on boards of elections and other boards of elections throughout the state, as we've had all these reforms come in 2019 and beyond, have staffed up their boards of elections. We have not. Uh, you know, we started off as one of the lowest and we continue to be one of the lowest, um, even with these two positions added last year. So we're hopeful that we can make our case to the legislature. And this is a bipartisan request. Uh, both Commissioner Sardo and myself uh, agree with it. Uh, and of course, earlier this week, you saw in my commissioner in car, uh, we had the big victory for redistricting, citizen-led redistricting in the city of Syracuse, 5-4 vote, but it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you only have to win by one. <laughs> and uh, those maps will be in place for the uh, 2023 uh, city elections uh, in November of 2023. So uh, big, big win on that. Go check that out. If you if you don't know about that, go check out my commissioner in car this week. I talk all about that. Uh, and uh, this weekend, uh, you know, well, 
uh, I'll get to that at the end of the show. So please uh, stay tuned uh, this week for my interview with Ryan Susser, uh, one of our most dynamic, young, ener energetic Democratic candidates up and coming in uh, outside the city of Syracuse in the town of Onondaga. He's running for Onondaga Town Board, and please tune in. And if you're in the town of Onondaga, consider helping him out, or even if you're not, uh, because uh, it's important to win these town board races, especially when we have a shot in even years. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. And I'm back with my good friend, Ryan Susser. Ryan is a candidate for uh, Onondaga County Town Board, or for the town of Onondaga Town Board. Uh, it's a little confusing. It, there is a town in Onondaga of the same name as Onondaga County. And uh, Ryan, thank you so much for coming back on Zoom with Zardy. Of course. Always happy to be here. and Good to see you. So, Ryan, you're you're running again. This is your second year in a row running. You, viewers may remember you from last year. Uh, you, you were on uh, our program. But why don't you tell people a little bit about uh, yourself? Of course. Uh, well, my name is Ryan Susser. I do live here in the town of Onondaga, which you have correctly identified is within the county of Onondaga, and it continues to be confusing to even those of us who live in it. Um, I live here with my wife, Josie, um, who is a data analyst at Upstate uh, Medical Hospital, I and also, for that matter, the college. <clears throat> I um, live here also with my daughter, Madeline, who is just turning eight in March and has just gone into her um, grade two. Uh, she was at Welverda last year and now she's going into Cherry Road, part of the West Hill School District. And my other daughter, Genevieve, who is too young to go to school. She's going to be two in November and attends Upstate's daycare, just right down the street. So um, a little bit more about myself. I'm uh, an attorney. I work with uh, Bousquet Holstein down in the city of Syracuse. Um, I've been there for many years now. I attended Syracuse University, uh, then Albany Law School, um, and came back uh, to Syracuse just a couple of years after graduating from law school. Uh, met my wife at Syracuse University. Um, I am a big, big, big fan of Syracuse and have come to understand and appreciate that there's more to Syracuse than just Syracuse. We say Syracuse, but we really mean, frankly, Onondaga County. Um, and encouraged me um, to run last year for Onondaga County Legislature, really with the understanding that there is so much uh, going on in local government here beyond just what's going on in the city of Syracuse. And it's really important for regular people like myself and you, although maybe you're not a regular person, you're a pretty wonky person, but still um, for your average citizen to get involved in local government, um, because really that's what local government is intended to be, is a landing place. And I would argue a short-term landing place uh, for people who just have a sense of what they can do to make their community better, not career politicians, but just 
people who live in the community and have an idea of what they want to do to make things better. So what encouraged me to run for um, town board this year? Well, we have a unique opportunity in the town of Onondaga. This is a special election. Um, so we have the opportunity to run in an even year along with candidates for Congress, candidates for assembly, for Senate, uh, state assembly, state Senate, the governor's race. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on. In and that's rare, politics. right? That's rare that a town board seat is coming up in an even year in Onondaga, uh, our local uh, town and county legislature and are on the local years, which are usually the odd years. And this is rare that this has happened. Why Why did this seat uh, come open? Because you are running for a two-fill vacancy. And do you, why did this seat come open uh, this year? Well, um, it is a, <clears throat> um, a uh, too frequent um, habit in um, local politics that uh, when somebody is interested in departing a position, um, that person will depart the position at a time that his or her party can appoint his or her replacement, um, which will then trigger um, a special election, but it gives the appearance that um, one is running against an incumbent when that is not really the case. And so that that is what happened here as well. I'm running against the incumbent a town board member who hasn't been an incumbent for uh, an especially long period of time. Um, so yes, and getting back to your uh, point about the the local elections versus the um, or the evens versus the odd years, this is a really unique opportunity for the town of Onondaga Democrats, <clears throat> the people who, but also the the people who live in and the big races all at the same to be standing right next to these candidates for any number of substantial offices knocking on doors with them and going to the voters and saying this is why uh this election matters it's not just to get people in the state on the supreme court of course these are all important positions but guess what in your own neighborhood stuff is happening. Um, and it's important that you have a voice there too. And so we really have a great opportunity to reach lots and lots and lots of people this year. And frankly, it's uh, too, too tantalizing an opportunity to pass up. So I think, you know, many of us are unfamiliar. Uh, people who are tuning in in a federal year, a lot of times, they're, you know, they, they know what Congress does. Uh, they know what governor does. Uh, they know what president does, or they think they do anyways. Uh, <laughs> But they don't know what town board does. And uh, so why is it important, um, you know, to pay attention to, to your town boards? And, and, and why are you running uh, for town board? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I think there's a lot of things that town government does um, that may not be immediately apparent. Um, <clears throat> I would say that one will learn what town government does when one needs something that town government <laughs> and then fills. So for example, um, I want to have a chicken coop in my backyard. <clears throat> I'm concerned about people driving too fast. Um, 
there is an area nearby that continuously is flooding or getting backed up. These are all issues that we don't think about until they're very important and <clears throat> in many cases an emergency. Um, but they are uh, the responsibility of town government. And also um, the town government, you know, similarly is going to be the first line of defense, so to speak. These are the people that you ought to be able to call as a voter and get them on the line. They're your neighbors, your friends. They are your most local elected officials, and they really exist to make sure that your issues are being addressed and that the town is aware of them and that um, it is responsive to these hyper-local issues. Um, and that segues into why I'm running. Um, I offer a real diversity of opinion um, that I can bring to the town of Onondaga board. Our average age on the board right now hovers in the mid-60s. Um, nobody has uh, school-aged children. Uh, there's only one other lawyer. There are no Democrats. Diversity of opinion is important whenever um, a body of people is asked to come to a decision that necessarily is supposed to involve considering different issues, considering different ideas and, and reaching a compromise. It's not the case that legislation should be done just by one group of people advancing their own interests. And I'm not suggesting that that's what's happening on the board, but I do think that when you tend to have a homogenous thinking, um, because you have all people who come from the same walk of life, et cetera, that you just don't get those pushing and pulling kind of conversations that allow you to uh, feel confident that you have actually considered the viewpoints of your constituency, the diversity um, in your community, and reached a decision that addresses all of those needs, again, as a compromise, but at least that considers all of those viewpoints. And I feel like there were really lacking and doing a disservice in our community to have a whole group of people who were all alike. Um, <clears throat> so that's really important to me. And, you know, similarly, when you have incumbents who get really used to being incumbents and you do not have competitive elections as we have not been on the local level for a long time, you do not have that access from voters to their local elected officials that you want to have when you have local election, elected officials who are worried that they might not get elected. Um, <clears throat> hasn't been the case for a long time here. And I think that you will find a substantial increase in responsiveness and responsiveness to different um, constituents than you will have seen before when we give them a competitive election. Right. And that is uh, one of the things that I think people don't realize about the suburbs around the city of Syracuse. You know, it, it, people look at our county, um, you know, with the city of Syracuse and they say, well, it's a blue city and a red county, but we've seen other towns, uh, you know, be able to uh, have, you know, especially the towns that are right around the city of Syracuse, the registrations are starting to look more and more democratic. And in fact, 
almost every town that touches on the city of Syracuse has a Democratic enrollment advantage uh, in it, yet not always great, uh, you know, representation. And But we saw, like, la even last year with a bad turnout, we saw some Democrats, uh, you know, able to win in town races in, yes, Manlius and DeWitt, but also in Geddes. We saw Marsha Ferguson win out there. And this is, a, you know, a situation where Onondaga is actually a slightly bluer town uh, than it has been in the past. And, uh, um, and, and so, you know, having this diversity of representation on a town board w would speak to all of the demographics of the town, not just, uh, not just the one demographic that it seems to be represented right now. That's right. And that's exactly what we talk about when we talk about diversity of opinions. It's not, it's not the case that I want to get elected to start pushing a, an incredible, uh, an incredibly uh, democratic agenda. It's that there are, so there's a lot of Democrats in the town of Onondaga. There are also a lot of 30-something-year-old people trying to raise children um, in the town of Onondaga. And we necessarily approach issues from a different perspective than folks who have put their kids through the system, who are on their way towards retirement, who have different priorities. Um, and in order for government to function, in my opinion, you need to have all of those different interests represented at the local level, really at every level, but certainly at the local level, so that when somebody is considering um, to install a chicken coop in their backyard or another you know, speed bump or what have you, that the people considering whether to approve it are thinking about all of the different interests that that decision may impact um, and what priorities we need to be thinking of at the town level. Um, so yeah, so excellent point. And it's true. Um, the suburbs are a, a, a much more diverse place uh, within Onondaga County than the governments um, that comprise them really, really show. So what are some of the issues that are burgeoning up in your town that you would like to address uh, if you're lucky enough uh, to uh, win your election this year and, uh, and, and, and be a member on the town board? Sure. So we are, we are lucky um, in the town of Onondaga. We have a lovely, lovely community. Um, it is clean. It is safe. Um, you know, the, the trains run on time, so to speak. I'm not talking about a gigantic overhaul of town government. However, in addition to the diversity of opinion that we talk about, um, there are issues that come up, um, like in many other suburban towns, possibly worse here. We have an uh, incredible um, deer situation that impacts traffic that impacts you know health and safety when you think about Lyme disease that's definitely one as I was walking around last year for the county ledge race and this year we've begun knocking on doors you hear lots and lots of people talking about speed and speed limits which is not something that we can directly address but it's something that the town government can speak to. Um, ditto with infrastructure like roads, 
heaven forbid, even the addition of some sidewalks in key places in the town of Onondaga would be very important to us. Um, and then, yes, indeed, there are safety concerns that folks, I think, across the county have been expressing. And, you know, we talked about this last year in our county ledge race, and then again with the town, the town race. Um, being responsive to people's safety concerns and addressing them in the right way, um, in a, in a community-focused way, is is very important to me. Um, you know, like with any town race, you got to live here. So you you, <laughs> I, I see these issues every day. I don't want to suggest that this is an unsafe place, but people do voice safety concerns, and that's important to me as well. And finally, I would add, um, <clears throat> you know, something interesting that I spoke about uh, earlier today, actually, with another committee member. The town of Onondaga, and this gets back to um, accessibility to government responsiveness, the town of Onondaga is a big place. And we have three, in my opinion, at least three, very unique sub-neighborhoods. Um, we have Onondaga Hill, we have Jamesville, and we have Nedrum. And you tend to have your um, elected officials focused only, you know, really representing just the coming from the Onondaga Hill area. And I think that there could be some discussion at the town board level as to whether we might want to have wards or somehow have like a, a more representative government from Nedro and James will really to make sure that you get representation from the entire town because it's a big town um, geographically and in terms of uh, population. And I do think that um, the more that we can be aware of and react to those particular neighborhoods, the better off we'll all be. So accessibility, uh, you kind of brought brought that up and touched on a little bit, but that's in the news right now with the Onondaga County Legislature. Uh, and we've seen this uh, you know, go back and forth uh, on town boards. Many of the town boards became very accessible during the 2020 pandemic, live streaming videos, uh, all of that, um, you know, to try to make get people to be able to still interact with the government at a distance. Um, how is the town of Onondaga, you know, have they slid back? Are they still doing this? What What, what are they doing? Uh, you know, what, what, is, what is going on there? I, I, I'm not a resident there, so I don't know. But what is going on in the town of Onondaga along that line? Well, I, I am a resident here, and I can tell you that it's hard for me to figure out, too. Um, it is not live streamed. Um, the agendas are difficult to find. The meeting times are also difficult to find. And, you know, they're hard to attend. Um, I think that in today's day and age, Everybody is comfortable with, to some extent anyway, with technology and, and having an in-person meeting, but that is available to be viewed online is a, is a no-brainer. It doesn't hurt anybody. It allows the public a much more uh, direct route to participate. So I'm all for it. It is, it is not presently happening. Definitely. And again, that's another diversity opinion that could be brought into the town board that you know, I think sometimes town boards and city government, and it doesn't matter who's uh, in charge, they get stuck in their in their ways. And I, I always like to point out when a town board or a city board or a county legislative board 
um, you know, does a little bit more. I, I, you know, there is a little bit of news about the county legislature. I will say that their live streaming this year has been better than in the past, and now they're trying to open it up to the to the committees. And but you did see like the town of Salina that was live streaming decided to stop and take everything off the web. And uh, uh, you know, whereas you see the towns of Manlius and Dewitt and, and other towns really embrace this. Um, so, you know, that that's something that, um, you know, I always hope to see, uh, you know, happen. So, you know, you are, you did say that you're already starting to, um, to walk and knock doors. What's a, what's a difference that you're noticing from maybe last year uh, in a low turnout local election year, and then in a high turnout or what we think is going to be a high turnout, high intensity year uh, running in a midterm year? Well, I will say that I think that people um, are more fired up. Um, you know, one of the challenges in an even in an in an odd year, so last year was um, frankly, a lack of knowledge that an election was coming up. And so a part of what we needed to do was inform the voter, oh, when's the election? Oh, it's November, this November. Yeah, really, no, it is. Um, so that's different. <clears throat> In terms of what people talk about, though, my experience has been, and this is why I really enjoy, one of the reasons that I really enjoy knocking on doors, people are are so hyper-localized when you talk to them at their doors and they continue to mention the same things that they mentioned last year and who can blame them? What are your priorities? Child care, infrastructure, safety. These are the things that they talk about because I'm asking, what can we do to improve your county, your town, your individual community, um, your individual neighborhood? And those are the kinds of things that they're talking about. It's, you know, it's kids and jobs and variations of that. Because um, that's what people are doing here. They're working and they're raising families in the town of Onondaga. Yeah, uh, that, that that's right. I mean, like some of, some of the, you know, some people like think about like, oh, there's going to be this magic button issue out there that's going to get you propelled. But most of the time, people are thinking about the same issues every year, and their feelings about that may change. But they're, the issues that are important to them, you know, child care, safety issues, whether it's feeding or deer or whatever like that, or, and then, and then of course economic issues. So that's, uh, you know, these are things that are very, uh, very important. Um, well. We're yeah, kind of getting into a hierarchy of needs. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead. Please, please. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's a it's a hierarchy of needs and you need to you need to address the most fundamental needs first and then you can move on. Um, and, you know, I think that as an elected official, uh, we tend to want to give all the answers. Um, you know, I am not yet an elected official. I have tried once. Uh, now I'm trying again. And I am not. um I am not of the opinion, and I do not talk to people to say that um, we can fix all of these issues. What's, in, what's important is that we recognize what those issues are and that when we are making decisions as elected officials, we are doing it with our constituents' um, 
concerns and values and priorities always at the forefront of our mind, that there is nothing else influencing our decision-making. So we're kind of getting towards that end of, of this podcast. I like to have it about 20, 30 minutes. Uh, people get to know you. But uh, I always like to end uh, um, in a, you know, with this question is what haven't we talked about? What is something that you want the voters to know about you, your campaign, the, the position you're running for, or just any other kind of topic that you want to get out there? So I, and lawyers, I think should, should be given like an additional five minutes, no matter what, because we just can't possibly end um, anything on time. Uh, and when given an opportunity to talk, we will talk and talk and talk. Um, frankly, though, and, and to your benefit, I think, um, that we have really covered um, everything that I've wanted to cover uh, regarding my campaign. Um, I guess in terms of what you really don't get to know through the campaign materials, through the official campaign stuff, is that I um, and Josie and our kids are just regular people living in the town of Onondaga. Um, what I wish is that all of us could meet every voter just at the grocery store or the park or whatever. Um, I am not a career politician. I'm really doing this because it's a hobby. It's something that I'm interested in. And we are just living our lives right here. And so I look forward to meeting as many people as I can on the campaign trail. But I also really relish the opportunity to bump into people at other times, grocery stores, parks, like I said, festivals. And so that you can see that really, there really is a whole other component to, to, you know, our family and our life. And we're really just doing this because, you know, we believe in it. Well said. I think people forget that politicians are people. They like to throw out the politician word to dehumanize people. But really, you're running for the glory of serving the town board. You probably the salary is probably minimal, right? Like it's like 3000 or something like that. You know, you're not, you're not doing it because you're getting, you know, a ton of money or a ton of press. You're doing it because you want to make your communities better. And people don't realize how hard it is to put their name out there and you're doing it twice. And so I yeah. want to thank, I want to thank you for putting your name out there again and being willing to run for the seat and saying, no, we cannot leave the seat open. We need to be able to, uh, you know, challenge this. Um, I want to remind the voters of the town of Onondaga, it's easier than ever to vote out there now because we have an early voting site at OCC. We fought very hard for that site, and uh, uh, I, I think uh, we're going to see a, a benefit for the town of Onondaga, uh, you know, at that as well. So I, I hope people use that. But, uh, um, but Ryan, I want to thank you so much for coming on Zoom and Zarni. And that was my interview with Ryan Susser. Uh, he's a great candidate for Onondaga Town Board. If you live in the town of Onondaga, uh, please make sure you consider supporting him and checking him out on uh, Facebook and and uh, in, in helping out his campaign. It's important that we turn out every year, but this year especially as well. Uh, over the next uh, few weeks, I, I will be having other candidates on. Uh, next week, uh, I will be having... Uh, I'm not sure who I'll be having, actually. We're still kind of doing that schedule. But this weekend, 
I'll be uh, releasing on my weekly wonk, uh, continuing to look at the absentee voting in Onondaga County uh, for this August 23rd uh, election. So check that out. And uh, later uh, tomorrow, I'll be releasing my written testimony uh, that uh, we submitted to, or my, our, both the commissioners started on my written testimony that we submitted to the Onondaga County Board of Elections, or to the Onondaga County Legislature on behalf of the Onondaga County Board of Elections uh, regarding our budget. I release all of this out there because I believe it's important to be as transparent as possible about these things. And that will all be on my website, justinsarney.com. Go like and subscribe. Remember, it's always free. I pay for it myself. I never take any outside money. Uh, this is my, uh, this in my podcast and all of this that I do uh, are part of my education uh, um, for the public uh, regarding uh, the elections. And then uh, we'll uh, see you out there. Remember, go to onvote.net uh, to get any information on your voter registration, apply for absentee ballots, and update your voter registration for this general election coming up on November 8th. Take care. See you later.